T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, more Crash and Fourier on WEEI. Can they really be a game when they're not really competitive? Day and night from the regular season to the All-Star Games. Hour three of Gresh and Foyer with you. 12.02 is the time. And uh, which was the better of the two All-Star offerings in your mind, Foyer? The NHL All-Star Game or the Pro Bowl flag football event? To me, it wasn't even close, Gresh. It wasn't even close. <clears throat> Hands down, easily, easily pro football. And you, sh- no one should be surprised. No one should be surprised. The, the NHL, they're dealing with less. Like They just really, I don't know how you dress that up. Like, what, even when they try... Well, they try to do the whole, you know, one one conference divisions play the uh, play you know, the same conference divisions, and then you try to get the two best divisions in there for the final, and you know, okay. And didn't they at one point in time like do the old schoolyard out pick teams just like the NBA did one oh, year? Oh, I think everybody tried has that. tried that. It I, doesn't matter. I'll be honest; I'm a little surprised you went there. Quite honestly, because I thought the NFL offering last night was trash. Like, yeah, you're putting guys out there to run around and play flag football, and you kicked off the event with uh, a couple of women's teams out there playing flag football as well, and it just it it, it lost me. It really did, at least with the NHL All-Star game when they were out there. I know it was four-on-four, which, again, opened up the ice, should have made it a lot of fun. It felt like some of the NHL guys until the final couple minutes of the uh of the the final period there that you know they it's not that they were going through the motions but you could tell it was probably 70% speed i don't know if anybody was working full speed in the flag game at all like no. it's just it, it, at least with the NHL all-star game it felt like a watered-down version of what we see during the regular season, whereas with the NFL, it was stuff that I would expect to see them play at a charity event for the Greg Hill Foundation. You're throwing basically a skills competition with um, with a flag football game thrown in the middle at the one of the newest, most you know, you know, coolest stadiums. Going right, yeah, now. it looks like a Roomba in the desert. It's pretty amazing. So, so sure, sure enough, that place was packed, packed. They sold it out. I can't believe. Like, well, I remember when the when the Pro Bowl used to be in Hawaii. It was no one was ever there. 
It was so many. Even when they had it, where else do they have? They have it. In, they had it in Miami. They had it in L.A. once. Right, they, used, oh, they, had right. In, they, they did uh, Orlando one year. I was think that, that was, it was. I think yeah, I mean, there was, was like the, the year, Disney connection. Well, the '09 year, I think both uh, Brandon Merriweather and Vince might have made. But nobody that as even well. like nobody really goes no. to it. This to me, if I guess my standard is just so low that I could really like they, they. It's so embarrassing. I know some people didn't like it at all. They're not trying to play a football game. This is why they're doing because nobody wants to play football. So. What can we do? Let's dumb it down. Let's have some fun. I thought the flag football game was was good. I thought it was good in the first. So there was three different games that they played. Um, And by the time they got to the end, it got competitive. It got, you know, it got a little, uh, you know, chippy. It definitely got chippy at the end, especially when Peyton Manning was kind of losing it. Because he didn't like the wow. way the game ended. Because I don't think anyone knew what the rules were. Well, I don't know if you knew this, but the winning team at the Pro Bowl got eighty four thousand dollars. Yeah, player. and the loser the got forty four. Nope, the loser got eighty two. Oh, so there was. It. I'm serious. It's a massive two thousand dollar difference. Whereas, as a texter points out, to three seven ninety three seven. The 207 said they had a million dollars on the line in the NHL All-Star game. That's why they tried. Um, I don't know if it really made... Each player had a million dollars on the no, line? No, 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 no. The team won a million dollars, and then you chopped it up. Oh, that's nothing. Well, again, you also, in the NHL, you got to put it in escrow, so I'm sure they're going to take their piece because that league is so poorly run, which is... Why, believe it or not, as Don Fears walking out the door as the labor head, they're recruiting Matty Walsh for Boston to come in and maybe run the NHL Players Union and possibly get somebody in there with a little more teeth at this point in their, uh, or a little lead in their pencil in terms of representing the players. I digress. I don't know if a million dollars, as the texter mentioned, was the reason those guys were, you know, trying hard. But it is something, I but guess. But you didn't. But I will say this: it was a pretty dead weekend. A lot of college basketball. weren't really any pro games I was really interested in. It's in the middle of the day. It starts at three o'clock. So I felt like if this was a normal Pro Bowl, just All Star weekend, I remember like just that I would turn off. It's just pathetically bad. It, it it's like not even walk through uh, you know level excitement. This was good. Mm-hmm. They're on to something here. People are interested in it. They made. Uh, they were still trying. Other than that, you know, Miles Garrett like dislocating his toe. That was the one thing they tried. I think out of everything they try to do is make sure nobody gets hurt. And sure as hell, Miles Garrett has this obstacle course that he's going through. Had 16 sacks on the year, and he jumps over this wall and he dislocates his toe. He can't even walk off the field. He, have to, he has he to be help. assisted off. Oh, that's terrible. And by the way, I was I, I made a mistake in reading this. It's 82000 for the loser of the Super Bowl. So you were right. It was actually winners of the Pro Bowl get eighty four grand. The losers get forty two. Yeah. It said the previous high watermark was eighty forty. Payouts have increased every year, da-da-da. So I, I, I misread that. So, yeah. it was, so, so basically... Uh, for those guys who are going to be on the losing end of the Super Bowl, 82. who did not make the Pro Bowl, they end up basically, it's kind of a wash for those guys that are on the losing end. So anyway, there you go. But look, at this point, just get rid of it 
The NFL is see the problem Again, is you're not the it, problem is they filled the building. That's the problem. They filled is it. And, they they and the, filled the building to do nothing. Again, it's it, would you say like when it comes to weekends, like dead weekends, this had to be like one of the the biggest dead weekends Look, around. The NBA excluding all, yeah. like the summer where like July or something like the that. The NBA All Star Weekend still sort of reigns supreme as you and I kind of talked about because there's the three point shootout, the dunk contest. You see everybody there. There's a lot of famous people there as well. Rappers, rings, yeah, are, you know what I mean? Are, yeah. But yeah, the court side yeah. is is a who's who. Yeah. You know, I, I was watching the NHL All Star game, and it wasn't like they, you know, I think they had like Andrew McMahon do the national anthem, right? From you know, uh, I, Andrew McMahon in the wilderness was like his group, and he came out and did like a sit down piano, da da da, and they had somebody come sing the Canadian national anthem, oh, who yeah. I'd never heard of before. Yeah. Must be big up in America's hat. I'd have no idea. At least NASCAR got freaking Wiz Khalifa. You know what I mean? And like, but that is a part of the appeal of I think NBA All Star Weekend is that they do a good job of being like, you know, it used to be, oh look, Ahmad Rashad is yeah. here. Yeah, now they're kind of way past that. But even and I do even- think when you look at the celebrity influence, that that does sort of formulate the pink hat fan mind that wow, this must be important. Um, I would say, uh, you know, I would say when you look at like the NBA, it's just as pitiful. Like their games are just as bad. The games will be like 175 to 195. But you know what it's it like, is? They're just it, it, it but is there's action. Worthless. There's, is there? Well, there is because there's dunks, there's alley oops, well, there's it turns catches, into street balls. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, the, I, under the circumstances, the, the flag it was, football flip is really what it's I, about. I'm just saying, like, based on what you wouldn't you rather if someone's going to present to me a football game, it needs to look like football. You can't, and that's can't what this go does. It. Four on four in, in NHL. That's not hockey. Okay, you you're playing football. There's eleven on eleven. Well, it is you during the sh- regular season for uh, for a portion of overtime. They do go Again, four on special four. circumstances. That's you, fine, but that's not hockey. But you realize, five like percent of it. But taking one person off the ice, you're still playing the sport. You're still out there. And granted, it's three forwards and one defenseman. It isn't perfect regular season hockey. But how can you take the pads off of football players and then sell it? That it's remotely watchable. When I'm looking at some of the scores, it's just ridiculous. The amount, like that's what I mean. So like 178 to 164, 148, 192 to 182, 196 to 173. And you that's know what? Not basketball. It's not basketball. So under the circumstances, I'm like, this is fu- this is great. They fill the place up. There's nothing else on TV. They'll easily win the weekend. The NFL, once again, won the week, and they definitely won Sunday. Oh, I wonder what the Pro Bowl ratings were. That's a good – I don't know if they've got the the fast overnights out. Because even CBS had like, – CBS had uh, Pebble Beach, right? They had that, the Pro-Am yep. that was on, and that ran late. So even in the afternoon, they were like, oh, man, this game this, – this tournament is just dragging along because they had a weather delay. And that, uh, that bled into 60 minutes, <laughs> and that was – that was it. Other than that, you you don't have anything else on TV unless you're like a hardcore college basketball fan and want you want to watch Michigan. Michigan beat Ohio State. 
Everybody may get excited about that, but the ratings, we talked about the ratings last week, didn't we? Uh, ratings in, in the past for the Pro Bowl, yeah. I'm oh, you don't have at, them right now? No, 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 because it was, uh, what was it? It was yesterday, so it'd be a quick turnaround. However, what I do have are the uh, numbers for the Pro Bowl Skills Challenge. Okay. Um, do you want to take a stab at what the Pro Bowl Skills Challenge did on ESPN? Ratings-wise. All right, hold on. How many so viewers? What was that, Thursday? Hold on, yeah. Uh, I'll give you a many, number. How many viewers I'll give you a number. do you think it got? Okay, I'm going to go with um, 8 million. Sweet Jesus. You couldn't be more wrong. Is it like 1 million? Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> The Pro Bowl well, skills, the Pro Bowl skills challenge. Got, oh, that was Thursday. Got a whopping wow, one point zero six three million viewers. As oh. it's written here, that is horrible and even lower than damn near every sport played on ESPN. I was going to say, the, what was playing? Was it like Ball State versus like you know Northern Illinois? There you go. So, for example, fewer <laughs> viewers than the two and a half hour long Grizzlies Cavs game on TNT. What that started at seven forty five, which averaged one point one six five million viewers. It did manage the Pro Bowl games or the uh, all this whatnot. Uh, it did manage to top the 10-15 Clippers-Bucks game, which averaged a go. little over a million viewers. Hi. In there fact, according to Awful Announcing, the Pro Bowl game skills competition was outdrawn by the three pre-All-Star game events from the NHL. 1.086 million the NBA had 4.236 million for their pre-All-Star game events on Saturday right? and MLB had 6 million. All right, so I would say that's an area they should they could probably tighten that up a little bit. Usually the NFL for the, the record the, the tightening NFL, it up would be the, the, hunting it. The, the the NFL usually they don't have events on Thursday and Friday. It used to be just a one-day event. Like, and on Saturday, you would have your skills competition. That's mm-hmm. when you would have it. What they try, they're, they're, they're getting greedy here, and which is uh, they're which like is a, the NFL, which is which is I get it. They still Pigs have a get presence. Fed, hogs get slaughtered. Exactly what I was thinking, but I didn't think I could land it, so I, I stayed away from it. I got you. <laughs> so I, I knew think, where you were going. I just I, <laughs> there's, uh, but still, they're still present on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They and then they will. So they took four days out of that week. They will take every day this week, and well, even going into Monday. So they'll have the whole, the entire week, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday. And then you know what you're doing? Combine. That's what you're doing. Straight you know to the what? combine, free agency. No, actually, free agency first. Combine numbers will probably do pretty well on NFL Network, as crazy as it sounds. I wonder what like that. What what do you think the East West Shrine Game got, or the or the ah, Senior Bowl got? You know what? what? The Senior Bowl got. Those are good questions because I'll tell you what. There are some guys in the Senior Bowl who really stood out. The dude from North Dakota State, Cody Mock. You love him. You've been. had a crush on him for a while. Well, because the Patriots need a right tackle. And that's a guy who might be, although they had him playing a lot of left guard. They had him inside a lot. I watched a, a decent chunk of the of the senior bowl. So I wanted to see as well. When the second half, it got commercially, you know, here's the guy from Reese's who's like, <laughs> you know, yeah. they like give him this big setup and team up and he's just like, 
I'm Dick Jackman, and uh, I'm here on behalf of Reese's. Like, the guy never well, he like, didn't even hear the setup at all. It, he was just like, "This is, we're proud to be in our 26th year of shoving candy down these players' gullets. Well, it's like the hey, Dr. Pepper. Like, oh, we're going to do the Dr. Pepper challenge. Yeah, Throw right. the football then, with two and, hands and, into the can. Right, and then here's the girl <laughs> who's like, we're very excited to be here with the... <laughs> Dr. Pepper, da, 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 like reading it you off of the sheet it. instead of like. You should memorize you know, it. This is like the, the, the person who's like representing the brand internationally and they're like reading <laughs> off a script for crying out loud. <laughs> but no, I thought that, you know what? We'll have to look that, uh, we'll have to look that up to uh, check it out. In fact, the Shrine Bowl comes up in terms of the way the Patriots are coaching in Vegas. I have to run this by you. All right, good. Because there's something that Mac Jones said during the year that ties into this that makes me wonder why the Patriots are doing what they were doing at the Shrine Bowl. Got it? We'll get to it next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Well, the black and gold are off until Saturday, so we got to wait wow. on. So the, the players get a whole wow. week. Isn't off. that great? I had I had the opportunity to have once in thirteen years, we got a full week off, which is unheard of. Okay, so you get a full for the bye week, bye week, full week off. There was like it was a it was like a it was like a deal we had with Homer. Hey, listen, if you guys beat the Jacksonville Jaguars on the road. I will give you guys the entire week off. So you got a Tuesday to Monday off. Tuesday? No, we got a Monday. We got Sunday night till Monday. You had a full, full seven days with the guarantee that we would win the next game when we came back. Did you? Which we lost. <laughs> so we barely beat Jacksonville. And then we, oh man, it was so uncomfortable in that locker room. It's like nobody was saying anything. Nobody was saying anything. We're like, okay, everybody, don't do anything. We're like, please don't screw this up. He gave us a whole week off. Where'd you go? 
I think I just went home to L.A. I think I just went home to San Diego with nothing crazy, but people went all over the place. Like, all, if you get a full week. Oh, yeah. You can make you a real cash, plan. And you can just be like, let's get out of here. Last second mm-hmm. deal. Seeing the kids here. But if, imagine guys would, oh, man, just, I mean, we It lost. was a bad idea. It was a terrible idea. <laughs> terrible idea. But they, they do this naturally in the NHL, which I think is, I think they should implement this rule. This is the rule. This is the kind of stoppage of play that I like. Everybody gets a week off. Forget about, like, you get a week off here, you get three days here. I mean, I know they've changed the rules in the CBA as far as how many days they're required to give you because there were some coaches that were just jerks on your bye week. They would kind of force you to show up on a Friday, and then even though you really didn't need to be there, and then you'd have to be back Monday morning. So you really got Friday, Saturday, had to fly. It was like two nights, really. It sucked. You know, then they just kind of suck up your time. And you just never really get refreshed, but a whole week? Oh, that would be awesome. Well, it's weird for the Bruins because, yeah, they got the whole week. They're not back until Saturday against Washington. Um, but that is... Oh, they need it, too. This is this is couldn't come at a better time. You're past the halfway point. All the fun stuff is ahead of you now. Like, the real the hard work is done. You identified who you are. You have a strong philosophy and commitment to winning. You know what? Like that is just perfect. Re-energized, ready to go. I think for the Bruins, they're among the uh, they're among the lucky teams. Why? So, like, I'm going to the uh, to the old uh, NHL schedule, and there are six games tonight. So, really, it's just a matter of the Bruins catching a break at the oh, right time. Really? So, oh, so that's not a that's not a built in break. No, oh, no. They, really? Yeah, the Bruins oh. are Bruins are off until Saturday. But oh, like, that's crazy. Then. But like tonight, you got you know Tampa at Florida. Islanders are at the uh, Flyers. Okay. So, well, so then there we go. I was completely wrong about no, that. No, but no. they should adopt that idea. I think I, I like it. I don't think it's terrible. I really don't. I have I, honestly, they should. Oh, that they should have me seem right there. How could they have a full week off before they play? I think it's just a schedule quirk for them. Yeah, honestly, like so you kind of catch if, a break. I wonder if Montgomery gave them well like, a long. I wonder if they gave most like, everybody probably got the long weekend because him and Pasta and Linus were down at the All Star game. So I'm sure Monty's like, all right, let me take a couple days. Let's get back yeah. at it Wednesday, Thursday. Here yeah, we go. and Pasta, since you really didn't get a break, I'm going to give you, I'm going to like, you know, somehow like shoehorn yours and there are also. So everyone, if you're not in the All-Star, you probably got like good five, six days Well, strong. that's the thing. If you're Krejci and yeah. Bergeron and the guys who are older and need to take care of their bodies, what a great way to be able to uh, have some rest and uh, and recharge a little bit. I I want to hit something with you in terms of the Patriots coaching staff okay. and sort of why they were coaching the way they were at the Shrine Bowl out in Vegas, which, by the way, I can't find ratings for. I'm assuming it wasn't great, but be that as it may. Uh, we heard today Adrian Clem is in. He's leaving Oregon. He is coming to New England. Uh, word is over a million bucks to be able to get him here. So investing in not only the coaching staff, but also the football team. Uh, Chad Graff in The Athletic had a big piece of sort of like takeaways from the Shrine Bowl. And he wrote this. This is uh, the fifth thing that he hit on. The way the Patriots treated this trip to Las Vegas underscored how seriously they took this assignment. 
and why it can be difficult for some coaches to work for Belichick. Even though the Shrine Bowl is just a showcase, a non-competitive game for draft-eligible prospects, Belichick had his staff grinding over film from practice all day. Then at night, staffers were expected to resume their normal off-season preparations as a coach, including studying this spring's class of free agents and preparing for the draft. There was next to no free time on this trip. Meanwhile, Falcons coach Arthur Smith, (laughs) whose staff was coaching the other team of the Shrine Bowl, encouraged his coaches to enjoy the experience together. Falcons assistants went to dinner together and hung out in what they hoped was a bonding experience. Smith even went to see a show with his wife. That was in stark contrast to the no-time-for-anything-fun approach from Belichick. When the Patriots are winning... That approach is viewed as a reason for the team's success, but when they're not, it underscores why some coaches find it tough to work for Belichick. Not surprised. Are you surprised by that at I'm, all? I am not surprised at the workload on the coaches. I am a little surprised that they were still kind of splitting their day a little bit because I would think that if you're watching practice from the Shrine Bowl, that is a part of your yeah. kind of off-season sure. event. It's not, hey, you're coaching this and you're putting in this. Pre-. You know, it's not like, uh, you know, a lot of co- with coaching, there's a lot of the daily objectives. You know, during camp, what do we need to get done today? With Matt Patricia, it was what plays do we want to figure out? You know, with Bill O'Brien, it might be, okay, we're going to put in our 90 series or something like that. We'll work on the rollout game, whatever in the world it could be. And you're not doing that in a situation like this. It's really lean on these players, see what you can get out of them, see who can respond to this kind of coaching. But that's the other part of it too, Christian. You went through this process. If you were coached that hard by a staff that is led by Bill Belichick where you're in awe to begin with, is that a good or a bad thing? Like, Is it more about putting the coaches through the paces or trying to figure out which one of these players can deal with the Patriots grind. I would say that you're you're at your highest level of coachability with these guys. Interesting. They all want to impress. They all want to be likable. They all want to show how they could take coaching and how they can. All of them. All of them are like they're just trying to. They're all trying to impress you. I mean, you, there's nothing you could tell them that they wouldn't do. You know, they're all going to be accommodating. All of them. So. Um, I don't think it says anything at all, to be honest with you. It's more of an indication of just how miserable you would be if you were, you know, with with the uh, with the Atlanta Falcons. You're looking at them, and you guys are probably buddies. And you go, "What are you guys doing? Oh, we 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 have curfew at midnight, and we're not allowed to stop working until." And they're bringing food in. Oh, we went to one of the best steakhouses in San Francisco. <laughs> you know, those guys aren't having any fun whatsoever, right? So I don't think it means anything as far as the players go because all of them are willing to jump through hoops. It doesn't matter. They're just going to say, yes, sir, no, sir. They're going to do anything you want them to do. It just They just want to please you. Wow. Must be nice. So <laughs> do, do you think, like I'm just trying to figure out what the Patriots are trying to get out of all this. I think this is just who they are. This, I, I mean, this is just, they are not going to take no days off. They're not going to do that. They're not going to miss an opportunity to teach because, in, in essence, like we're teachers, right? So Troy Brown gets put up in front, so he's addressing the team. 
uh, you know, he's running the game. Like, he's in charge, you know, with Gerard Mayo, uh, with Joe Judge, with Bill O'Brien, all kind of hovering and coaching. Yep. I mean, there's a story in here also about, like, how, you know, some of these players were getting yelled at, like, from across the field, and sure as heck it was Bill O'Brien yelling about some technique that they did wrong. So even then, he there they coach no matter what. I actually would rather be coached hard and then and and, and some coach who's just like, hey, listen, man, just do it. What steps should I take? I don't know, do whatever you did in college. Yeah, but it's like, just I don't know, whatever, man. Just get open. Like, I'd rather somebody coach me up at that point in time because my coach always told me the same thing. You're a pro coach. You should know what to do. Mm-hmm. So to me, all of them, I think, for the most part, are real coachable and willing to kind of accept you know, the, the lessons that are being, you know, brought to them. Are you buying that there was testing of the coaches going on as well? Am like, I what? Like Troy Brown and Vinny Sinceri and guys like that. Yeah, I am. That they were, there was a little bit of auditioning might be the wrong word. Uh, because, you know, again, like maybe Bill O'Brien has said, okay, I can inherit Vinny Sincere. He's done a good job with the running backs. Or I can inherit Troy Brown because I know he knows this offense inside and out, and I'll coach him to make him a better coach kind of deal. Do you think there was some of that going on in terms of Bill O'Brien? And you mentioned Bill O'Brien yelling at a player. The player was like, yeah, from across the field, there's a guy in like a big jacket and his hat pulled down and jeans, and it was – B.O.B. yelling at me. So he was clearly observing everything. Aren't you observing coaches as well? Yeah. um, There is a reason why Troy Brown and Belichick, younger Belichick, they were in charge. It's like, all right, one, it's like, well, listen, this is beneath me. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I don't want to be stuck in addressing the team. You do it, right? This is, you know. This is like uh, you know random stuff that I want nothing to do with. Okay, so there's there's that side, right? Or the other side would just be, hey, uh, I need to see what you're made of. Hey, Troy Brown. Yeah, there's that end, right? How, how aggressively uh, are you with your future? Do you want to just be a receivers coach your whole life, or do you have ambition? Which, by the way, worked for Ivan Fierce thirty two years or whatever it's not a bad it was. Job. Being a yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's Same making position. Adrian Clem money, but he made well, good dough. No, but he's got that. Pl- he's got, got all those years money. of playoff and Super Bowl money. Yep. He'll probably and put all his kids through college, pension, and all that as well. He's yeah. not. He's he's, he's not good. worried about a thing. Nope, and he doesn't have to come back to coaching. No, either. no, no. And he would coach. I mean, but I always think it's like the easiest position to coach running backs. Yes. Hey, the most important part of this job is to not fumble. And run really hard. <laughs> what are the three things that make a good running back in the NFL? Don't fumble. <laughs> yeah. Know your pass protections. Yeah. And run really hard. And then run hard. Yeah, there you go. Really That's hard. about it. Yeah. I would go. say I would say the fourth we don't run into the backs of your linemen. They don't like that. Nope, they don't. No, they're not on the back of the legs. That's not where the hole is. Don't yes. give them a kidney shot yeah. with a shoulder pad or anything like that. No, nope, you're right. That's uh, a uh, that's a pretty uh, bad example. But I'm, you're there. not surprised, though, are you? No, I mean it's it's good to hear it because it makes you realize. And even some of the Twitch chatters are like, "Well, maybe Bill loves football sometimes too much." But I think in bringing it all around, and if you think about the way they approached going into the Shrine Bowl versus the way Atlanta did. And if you look at the urgency with which they got Bill O'Brien after that sham interview process, 
They then laid down the check and, and wrote the check for the money to be able to get Adrian Clem to leave Oregon. I think what it is showing is a real sense of urgency that last year wasn't acceptable. That's a good point. I like and that, that. That to me is when you're coaching kids hard – that there's only the chance in which you're going to draft them. And maybe the new OC is looking at some of his assistants and saying, okay, I can work with this guy or this guy stinks or whatever. It feels like the intensity is ratcheted up on everything from the coaching to the player evaluation oh, to the like, but that should make all of us feel great. No, I think that you Bill said Belichick it. is acting like last year wasn't good enough. Yeah, I, I like that the sense of man, can you imagine being a coach on that staff? Just imagine being a coach on that staff. So you're telling me, here comes Bill, angry, uptight, embarrassed. So you know what? We're going to make sure everybody knows that last year was a fluke. Last year was the outlier. That's not the way a Bill Belichick coach team should act and perform. They should be disciplined. They should be accountable. Like Those guys were not. They should be hungry. They should have an attitude on them and a little little chip on their shoulder. That was not the team. So it has to start with the coaches. Imagine... Like you're at the freaking all-star game and he's keeping you there late and he's demanding you to coach these guys hard and it's just never ending. And oh, by the way, we're not going to give you a break on all the other work you're supposed to do at this point in time if you weren't coaching this team. Woo! You better love your job. Really? I, you better love your well, job. Well, you know what? That's I don't you think there's a little bit of that as well? I'm gonna find out who's really in and who really isn't. Cause body language will tell you everything, even from the player's standpoint, you know. Keep 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 those young players a little longer. Who are the guys that are looking you in the eye? Who are the dudes that are like looking at the sun and thinking, damn, it's 430. I'd love to get out of here by five. See, I would think usually I always thought that it was if you have a coach that is already established and you have a crappy year like the Patriots had, how does the same coach suddenly like, you know, convince the team that he's not messing around and he's serious this time? Like there's credibility. Usually this flip happens with a new coaching staff. You know, hey, a new standard, new attitude. Ah, what you guys did last year was terrible. But this is the same guy who really this is the first time I can see as a Patriots coach, and I take out COVID and when Brady left because it was a different set of circumstances, has never really had to, man, we have to let him know who's boss. That's that's the attitude I'm getting. But to reestablish that they respect who yeah. we are. Yes, yes. I I think you guys forgot. Right? Okay, now we're going to tell you what it's like. So this feels like old school Bill Parcells coaching is what it feels like. A little bit. All right, quickly, Glenn and Dighton doesn't like uh, how we were talking about the NHL and the All-Star game. Glenn, your regression for you. Go ahead, friend. And did, did you guys even watch any of that All-Star game? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I hated the, the I got I got jersey mix up at one point in time, but yeah, I that that's why I was kind of defending the the game a little bit because I didn't think it was anywhere near as awful as the Pro Bowl. Guys, the game was three on three. It was not four on four. Oh, even better for for me saying that it sucked. Yeah, I thought the uh, I thought you know, the first two. I, I don't know what you're talking about. This is sports talk radio, and you guys don't know your sports. The Glenn, I thought it was four on four early because I heard Sean McDonough mentioning that you're essentially pulling one defenseman out. So again, like I, I defended the game. I mean, look if if the All Star Game is where it's at for you, then then great. But, I, again, I went off what McDonough said and all that stuff, and great. There you go. By the way, there are people saying that there's no hockey games tonight. 
Um, I don't know. I, unless the league website is lying to me or um, uh, sportsbetrhodeisland.com, I click on NHL and I see today 707 Islanders Flyers, 707 Lightning and the Panthers, and see that those are games that are listed for today and tonight, the Wild and the Coyotes. We got somebody on here who is saying that uh, they believe you either get the five before off or the five after. Bruins played right up to the break, da-da-da. But again, unless NHL.com, maybe there are people out there that are smarter than the league website. I I could be wrong. No, I'm I looking at all the games right now. There's I don't one, know. two, six three, them, four, five, there, there are six. six. Games. I don't know. Maybe maybe the hockey people here know better, and we're being lied to by the official NHL website. I I I think I'll go with the league website on that one. Maybe six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Um, what do you got? We need to do some stories with this old Patriot. Oh, well, because on this date in 2005, Christian won another Super Bowl where the guy who's going to coach the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend in the Super Bowl coached against Christian and crew, and there was a quarterback that famously puked in that game. Did Christian even notice that? We'll get to that with this old Patriot next. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. Now. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now, more Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. And streaming on WEEI.com. We'll get to the Celtics again at uh, 1 o'clock. They're going to play Detroit tonight. Stephen A is rolling some whatnot out there. We'll get to it. But now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for your favorite story time and mine. Stories with this old patriot. Christian Foyer plays the role <laughs> Storyteller. of the old patriot. <laughs> On this date in 2005, in the dump known as Jacksonville, Florida. Thank God my in-laws live in the nice part of Florida, up in Amelia Island. It's about 30 minutes away from Jacksonville. Jacksonville is something, and (laughs) we'll leave it at that. Um, But on this date, it's another Super Bowl win for you. Where Rodney Harrison sealed the deal. No kick this time. I really kind of sealed the deal. No way for you to mug and get all over the last. By the way, I watched the highlight that uh, uh, NFL Network this weekend did the 30-minute Super Bowl breakdowns. And they were doing, so what was that, 38 it would have been. And there it was. I said to my wife, I go, watch the kick. 
And I go, look at 88. <laughs> She's like, he put his junk right on that guy's ear. Oh, in his face. And I was like, well, that was apparently his big move was <laughs> junk to the ear. But how different was it winning your second one where it was a defensive player on the field doing the dirty bird running or doing the, the whole bird flap down the middle of the field? I want to say, like, now that I'm thinking about it, I felt like so there was an onside kick. I remember because like I there, there was an onside kick and I got the onside kick, and I remember like thinking, okay, we're done. Okay, we just have to kind of. I gotta go back and look at how it works because did Rodney really or was was the offense on the on the field or was defense on the ball? Because I felt and maybe it was because we were all of us thought the game was over. I remember we had a we hat drunk and, my, and oh well, you already no, had the hat, I had the hat in go? the back of my pants and I was like, God, are we really gonna run a play? I was like, Oh man, I'm not ready to run a play. So uh, I think we actually ended up having to punt it back, and maybe that's how it ended. But um, the the one thing I remember from that Super Bowl, there's a, obviously a lot. One, T.O. Uh, coming off that uh, that broken leg or whatever the hell he had. Oh, yeah. I, I think it was Randall Gay who was chasing him around, who I think is like a senator or something. He's a lawyer, actually. He's like a lawyer. In that breakdown of that the NFL Network showed, they show T.O. coming over to Andy Reid, and he's begging. He's like, please let me school 21. Yeah. Anytime he's on me, let me school him. It was, uh, and I just remember like Randall just looking like he was so tired, and he had no answer. And he it, he was amazing in that game. I mean, if, if Philly wins, he's the MVP. Um, and obviously, the second part of that is you know Donovan McNabb throwing up. And why you, are they going so slow? You got the onside kick. Uh, it says here New England twenty four, Philadelphia twenty one. Acres onside kick. Christian Fourier didn't try to advance. Patriots ended up <laughs> calling a timeout. And then it was three and out. Yeah. Ball went back third and nine on the Philly yeah, five. That's, that's where the pick. Yeah. You had to kneel down. See that later. was embarrassing. I do remember that. Did you know that Donovan McNabb barfed on the field? I did not know until afterwards, but I do remember sitting there going, why are they moving so slow? Why are they not? Because it was benefiting us. They were just taking their time. It was like taking forever. Sh- they should be in hurry up mode. They were not in hurry up mode. They just. Were just, you know, like it was like there was nothing at stake. It was mm-hmm. weird. They ended up scoring. They ended up scoring, but they they had chewed up so much time. If they would have handled that differently, I feel like the game maybe would have been differently. Obviously, but uh, no, I didn't. I didn't hear that he threw up until afterwards. How'd you find out? Oh, somebody must have said. Was something. it a Who defensive? Knows? I didn't know. If I have one no of the idea. Right. No. There's so many reporters in the locker room yeah. after a Super Bowl win. People that you've never seen before, people from all over the, the United States, and you just and everybody's talking, and everybody's trying to get sound bites, and everyone's and people like come in late or they don't come in at all, or you know like who who the hell knows? But I do remember that. Like uh, the funny thing about uh, the first Super Bowl that I went to, the '03 Super Bowl, the year before, my mom went to to get a drink, and then go go to the bathroom get a drink, and then she heard a bunch of noise. It's like, oh, I'm missing out on something. She ran to the tunnel, tripped, fell, broke her collarbone. What? My dad had to come help her. He was not happy. They had to, and she had an ambulance. They put her on a stretcher. They had to bring her to the hospital. She didn't even see the game. So you have no idea any she of this had, is going on. I had on. no idea. I didn't find out. I was like asking where my parents were. They were both. My dad watched the end of the game. That kick where I jumped all over Adam and Terry from the, from the, from the hospital. No! They're from the hospital. 
it's from the hospital. So I remember going, wow, we got a good opportunity to actually do this one again. Somebody make sure mom doesn't move out of her seat. She, she tripped. Can you imagine watching some, you know, lady, older lady, st- struggling and then falling and slipping. And then she fell, dislocated her uh, uh, her shoulder, really messed it up bad. And then, ha- and then have calling your husband. You're waiting your whole life for this. One of your kids is playing in the Super Bowl. It's an unforgettable, like, opportunity. It's like a moment in life. And sure enough, they had to come get you to come tell you you have to leave. That is unbelievable. I, I, I am amazed. I, I I thought that he would just leave her there, to be honest, which is terrible. Well, you know what? It's funny you say right, that because okay. Expert 28, and I would say you're set up for divorce, said I would have sent her solo. Yeah. I'm, I, was there was, a consideration that your dad was going to do that? Just put her in the meat wagon and he, I'll meet you later? He was so angry that she got hurt. <laughs> I was going to be honest with you. He was so mad at everything. <laughs> he was just mad. He was mad that his his whole opportunity to watch a football Super Bowl, like with his son, and they, they got ruined because his wife slipped. Can you imagine? And then... <laughs> To this day, we kind of laugh about it. But, yeah, she missed the entire second half of the game. So, in your house, do you have, like, your Super Bowl jersey? And then right beside it is mom's sling from the Super Bowl. Should, in its own, it. you should have it, like, framed and everything. Can you imagine? I, mean, I do. The other, you know, the other thing about that Jacksonville Super Bowl is, like, I had so many friends go to that game. And it was against Philly, obviously. And they were rowdy. My friends were rowdy. My friends got into a fight, and they all got thrown in stadium jail. They all ended up in jail. Oh, they, they went to they the... They went to stadium jail, whatever they call it. Somewhere in the stadium, they had all these these little um, I don't think they benches. had... Right, I don't think they had them there. I think for Super Bowls, if there isn't a jail in the stadium... Well, whatever jail. No, no, like, but... Not they, a real jail. No, but they bring... They arrested them. Yeah, they bring in... I guess cages they can throw you in then, I guess, for they, they a period were, of time. They were, the Philly fans were obviously mouthing off. Uh, my friends were mouthing off. They all came out from L.A. Who won? I'm I going your know. guys. I, I, who the hell knows, to be honest with you? I was going to say. I have no idea. I'm going to say my team won, were my your, side won. Were your friends wearing certain colors? Well, no, it was like, well, I do have, I had a buddy of mine who who wore, didn't wore nothing but combat boots and he wore them for a specific reason. He called them his head stompers. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm assuming those were, were something that he wore that came into good use. But there was no one that was affiliated with any crime syndicates no, or no, no, gangs or, no. you know, the funny thing is like color coded gangs no, or anything no, like that. No, nothing like that. But it is funny. Like people in, people always used to get like, they give Boston fans so much grief about how rude, obnoxious, and how just, you know, terrible they Philly are. Is Philly just is just as, as bad. If not worse. It's like they're just as bad. And it, even it's just amazing. Like, Philly and Boston are so similar, like, as far as just their arrogance. And Philly, like, what has Philly won? Other than, well, they got the one Super Bowl. When's the last time they won an NBA championship? You know, like, when is it? It's been a while. I mean, so, I don't know. I think it's uh, at least, uh, you know, some uh, – you know, hardcore, hardo a-holes are representing the East Coast. So I got to tell you, in telling the tale of On This Date from 2005, I never thought we would get Fourier's mom yeah. going back to the year before with the broken collarbone. I think Steve Burton actually did a story on it. Of course he did. <laughs> I think he did. It's like he went, like somehow they were at my parents' house and they did this story on it. My dad had to tell him. I got to find it because he was telling the story. He was just angry. He was oh, just so angry. Your dad a year was later, like he was, still, he was still angry about it. He like blames. He was like almost like blaming 
his rotten experience on my poor mother. Oh my who just god! Slipped. It was a lot of people. She's older. She didn't have great balance. She fell face down. Popcorn flew everywhere. Tree <laughs> flew everywhere. And by the way, that's also like twenty five bucks on the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, a lot of money. Your dad's probably pissed at that. God, it's so bad. For her. At least save the popcorn if you're gonna fall. <laughs> they had to go get him at his seat, and he was like, "What?" He's like, and he's like, no, no, no. What? Is he in the players? No, no. This sort is of friends and family yeah, section. Yeah, they had to come tap him on the shoulder. Say, you got to hurry up. Hurry, it's an emergency. He's like, what's what's wrong? It's your wife. He's like, oh, I think he knew right away. <laughs> I think he knew right away that that was... is something. So, we, so luckily for that one, he actually you know got to witness. He got to oh, witness it, so right. everything was solved. Every, all problems gone. Wow, look at that. Well, there you go. That Stories went a different way, didn't from that. I know where this is why we do it, because <laughs> I never know what's going to uh, come out. Celtics are going to take on Detroit tonight. Are we back to the stupid notion of trading Jalen Brown once again? We'll get to that next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.